Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Up All Night, a horror anthology podcast. My name is Cortland, and with me today is the guy that just loves dying over and over again. It's Brandon. How you doing, Brandon? Hey, Cortland. I'm ready to die again. I knew it. You know, ever since they, they pushed that cat's glands into your brain, you've been a whole different person. You know that? I know. Just keep putting more cat parts in me. See more what happens. cat parts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more cat than man now. Oh, God. Well, at least I don't have to see you. You're only in Australia, so. Anyway, how you doing today, Brandon? How was your week? Oh, it was a doozy. Tell me everything. Not really. It was oh. normal. <laughs> uh, you thought you were going to get an exciting story out of me. You had no. me for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> I had the entire audience. They were like, oh, my God. The first did you, time. Did you recover from your burn yet? <laughs> Is your hand back to normal? Yeah. You know what? I... Like, I was looking at it today, and I was like, man, it would have been so cool if I did, like, take took a picture every day and did a time lapse, but wasted opportunity, I didn't. Pathetic. I know, <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm a waste of space. God but it. Now, now it just looks like a sunburn on my hand. Oh, man, I was just thinking about it the other day when you, I, I think I was watching Bluey where they were on a trampoline, and I was like, awesome, because <laughs> I, I laughed, because I remember that one time you set up a t- trampoline and you got sunburned, you bastard. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, the Australian sun finally hit you. It's like a laser. I uh, can't even imagine. Directed right at Australia. It's actually been really cold over here. We got a whole bunch of snow. And as I was shoveling, I was like, God, bring it. That bastard doesn't have to do any of this shit. <laughs> I mean, he has to go outside and cut oh, through his yard so with a machete. Sunny. But, but besides that. <laughs> so, Brandon, I uh, did a thing. Oh, I hate it when people say that. I did something the other, uh, yesterday, two days ago. I don't know. Anyway, I bought all of the all right, Final Fantasy do? Pixel remasters on Steam. Ooh. And I've decided I'm going to stream and play all of them. What? Front to back? Yeah, I think so. I'm going to do it. Wow. That's, gonna, that's quite an undertaking. I'm going to do the impossible. I started with Final Fantasy 1, and I'm, I don't remember how much like more I have left in it, but hopefully it doesn't take too long because that game's kind of boring. Yeah, it's Final Fantasy 1. I don't think, I don't think there's much to it. But, I mean... You've said it now. It's out there. Like you have to do it. I gotta do it, Brandon. And I'm gonna try and do it all on Twitch. I was trying, I was leveling up a little bit at work yesterday, and I was like, man, I just want to progress a little bit. But I feel obligated to play it all on stream. So that's what I'm gonna do. All I'm right. Do well, <laughs> I wish you the best of luck. That that's a big commitment. Thank you. Thank you. How many of them are out there? The the Pixel remasters. There's one through six. So I have oh, all six so of them. All the Pixel ones. Okay. Yeah, I'm really excited to play through them, too, because they have, like, updated music and kind of updated visuals and stuff. Obviously, I just really want to get to Final Fantasy VI, but I gotta go through all that slop first, you know? <laughs> yeah. All <laughs> no that trash. All that beloved trash. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't think anybody thinks 2 is beloved, okay? <laughs> Probably not. I've heard I've heard great things about 4 and 5. Oh, yeah. 4, 5, 6 are great. I think 3 is alright, too, but... We'll see what happens. I only played the the DS one for three, and I don't know how the original NES one is. We'll see. Let me see. Other than that, though, I don't have anything fun going on. Oh, I um, uh, I've been. You know how I was on that zombie movie kick lately? Well, mm-hmm. this was like months ago now, but that's I did, relatively lately. I went to the library again. You know, I finished my wool book, and it was good. Um. And I wanted to, I was like, I want to read a zombie book. You know, I've never really read a lot of zombie books, okay? Uh, I know there's, like, the zombie handbook survival guide, and then there's World right. War Z. Those are the only ones anybody ever talks about. Yeah, no one's talking about Caliban Cove. Nobody. 
No, nobody talked about that book. So I was like, I want to read some zombie books. Surprisingly, my local library didn't really have any zombie books. What the fuck? What? You know? I they know. didn't have a Z section? Just filled with zombie books? But libraries are great, Brandon, because I went to the counter and I said, Sir, I'm going to need to speak to your manager. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, what's all the hubba? You know? And I was like, I need a zombie book. So libraries are great. They do this thing where like they check their resources for like all the other local libraries and they just are like, okay, for free, we will just make like transport this book from this library to our library and we'll call you when it's ready and you can come and get it. And I was like, oh, oh okay, that, that's fine. <laughs> libraries are magical. They are, aren't they? Like I used to love them when I was growing up. They always did the summer reading programs and then I just forgot about them for like 20 years and yeah, uh, everyone does but they're like back. the greatest thing in our society and we're just like meh you know i i don't understand though how they make money because like all of it is free and my library like they're like yeah we don't have late charges anymore we just automatically renew your books if you don't bring it in and i was like how the fuck do you guys stay in business <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it's run like a normal business i guess not but there's so many people that work there and i'm just like i would I would do a job here. <laughs> I, yeah. would, I would work here. <laughs> anyway, so that's my positive rant on libraries. I don't know. Yeah. Cortland recommends libraries. You should go to your local library. Also good, hospitals and schools. You know what they didn't have at the library, though? They didn't have any Tales from the Crypt comic books. All let's right. Well, let's that. take back that recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> they did have a couple Walking Dead comics, though. Did you ever read those? Do you ever read The Walking Dead? I read the first trade paperback, wow, and I thought it was swell. Oh, nobody uses then that they, word. Then they days. changed the art style, and I was like, eh. <laughs> You're such a snob. <laughs> I am. <laughs> such an art snob. Well, Brandon, are you ready to talk about Tales from the Crypt? You want to just get into this I episode? I think I am. I think okay. I could talk about it a bit. Okay. Well, we watched an episode of Tales from the Crypt here, Brandon. It's episode four, Only Sin Deep. That's the one you watched, right? <laughs> I hope so. Okay. <laughs> well, what did you think of Only Sin Deep? It was okay. Yeah. It was it was fine. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't great. Like it it feels like the most in the vein of the horror anthology shows we've been watching. Like obviously yes. a more mature and grown up, but you know, the tone was more like this is what I expect from a horror anthology show. Yeah, I totally agree. I I think I was right when I said that this is going to be the tale of the vacant lot. <laughs> yeah, so. and you were right. You're absolutely yeah. right. And I got to say, Brandon, you know the first three episodes we watched, they're a lot different than this episode in a in in a way. You know, this one does not feel like a pilot. It feels like we're getting into the season now, which yeah. is I don't know how to explain that feeling though. It's kind of weird doesn't feel like a first episode definitely feels like a this is it this is horror anthology let's do it this is what the show is yeah for better or worse interesting i i did like i gotta say i like the music in this episode um i'm i'm such a sucker for late 80s early 90s like i don't know it almost sounds like hold music i just love hold music <laughs> but i'll talk about that more later <laughs> yeah it's a vibe for sure i'm just uh i'm just a fan we got a lot of montages in this one um Lots of fashion from the 90s or late 80s, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I kind of like it. Like I, I would say I didn't dislike this episode, but no, it was just kind of there. Yeah, it's it's probably not going to rank on like a top Tales from the Crypts episode list. 
No. But I wasn't watching it, like, waiting for it to be over. Yeah, me too. But you want to just get into it? You want to just sure. start from the top? Okay. Already. All right. Well, our episode begins with old Crypty, right? He's wiping away some dirt on a mirror. And then he says to the mirror, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fearless one of all? Wait, fearless, Brandon. Fearless one of all. Okay. Okay. I don't know why he would say that. But anyway, the mirror fucking explodes. <laughs> and he laughs, laughs about it. That's the important it. part, yes. Because he's so ugly that the mirror just broke. He turns to the camera saying, looks like I just brought seven years bad luck. <laughs> Speaking of bad luck, it's time for another nasty little terror tale from my Crawley Collection. We see him pick up a book off the shelf saying, this one's got a message too. It's, oh, he's already doing our moral. It's a story about greed, death, and a girl who learns that beauty is only sin deep. And then he laughs us into the episode, Brandon. Yeah. The picture for this one, by the way, is a pretty woman that's backed up against a mirror, and in the reflection, she's an old hag. Yes. I, I like love, the covers. I was just going to say, oh my gosh, we're so insane. I love the covers. They're so cool. Whoever did them. I think this one was also based on a comic. You been reading them still? Uh, When I can find them. I didn't find this one. Oh, okay. That's all right. I need to go back and read some of these comics here, too. You said they were only, you know, 10-minute reads or whatever. Yeah, they're short. Like, an issue will have, like, three different stories in it. Ooh, fabulous. What a time to be alive in the 50s, you know? Yeah, lots of horror anthology. <laughs> it's good stuff. Anyway, so now we're in the store, Brandon, and we're greeted with some great hold music. I love it, Brandon. <laughs> Look, I got a story to tell about this shit. So, oh, really? Yeah, you know that classic hold music that... Ooh. Oh, thanks. <laughs> No, I don't. Okay, well, Google it. It's great. I love the whole music. What am I Googling? Boom, boom, choo-choo-choo? Yeah, duh. Hold on. Let me look and see if I can find it. (laughs) YouTube. Classic on hold music. Is it the famous phone hold music? I can't find it, but, like, I just heard this hold music. There was a uh, Super Bowl commercial for... I think it was like Budweiser or some bullshit where they like dance to it or something. So anyway, when I was, I used to work at a call center. Yeah. And one of my favorite things that would happen is that somebody would be like, I'm locked out of my account. I need help. And I was like, you know, the team leader for the group. So I'd always have to go on the phone and call up like uh, tech support or IT or whatever for the company. And I would be on hold for like an hour, just jam into the hold music. <laughs> So instead of doing my job, I'd be like, people would come up to me and be like, hey, I need help with this customer or whatever. And I'd be like, gotcha, cha, cha, I'm on hold. <laughs> and I'd be like, boom, boom. This is my favorite part. <laughs> Every time. It was like my favorite part of that job was just sitting on hold because I couldn't do anything else. Like, what if they answered, you know, when I wasn't there? Yeah. I'd have to sit on hold again for an hour. <laughs> and you'd get to hear the song more. I just jammed to that hold music. Sit there and dance to it. Anyway, that's my. <laughs> That was the whole music stuff. <laughs> so this good brought shit. back good memories. Yeah, it was great. Back in the episode, okay, we see some people walking around the streets, and some one woman walks up to a dude asking if he wants a date, and he says no, so she smacks her gum, saying, huh, and she walks over to a mirror and looks at herself, and she pulls out her lipstick to touch it up. From behind her, her buddy, Raven, walks up saying, you know something, honey? If I had a dollar for every time you stood in that mirror admiring your face, I could get off these streets and retire to the Bahamas. Because our episode is about hookers. Yeah. It's the hooker episode. The hooker episode. And when I say, by the way, she, she smacks her gum, all she does in this episode, our main character, is chew gum loudly. <laughs> yeah. She is always munching on fucking gum. 
I wonder what flavor she's eating. You know, what what kind of what kind of gum do you think this gal's getting in her mouth? Um, <laughs> she's a juicy fruit girl. She's yeah. I I like to think she's got zebra stripes. <laughs> That's why she chewed so no. much because it loses flavor after five yeah. Seconds. <laughs> after five seconds, you spit it out and you got to get a new piece. Got to get a whole new damn piece, and then she puts the tattoos on and everything. <laughs> Our main character, whose name, by the way, is Sylvia Vane. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, you don't man. you don't get her name until a decent chunk into the episode. Yeah, yeah. See, I've done this thing now. I'm not so stupid anymore. We're actually just like look the people up in IMDb to see what their name is. <laughs> yeah. When I heard it, I was like, oh man. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's very on the nose kind of shit. Well, anyway, she says... This place is my meal ticket, honey. And uh, then she says that she's cold and suggests that they get some some coffee. And uh, Raven's all, I don't know about you, but my shit's always hot. <laughs> and they giggle and yeah, we spin. That's how they talk. They Look, the dialogue in this episode's great. I love the accent on Sylvia Vane. It is very... Brooklyn? Oh, it's it? something. So, I don't know, spoilers for later in the episode. Sylvia is played by Leah Thompson. Yes. Yeah. Leah the Thompson. Leah Thompson. Oh and yeah, she's she's a fine actress, but I I found it pretty hard to buy her in this role. Look, I heard this one time. Somebody said uh, talking about pretty woman and um, how Julia Roberts has like perfect teeth for a hooker. Leah Thompson has absolutely perfect teeth in this uh, episode here, too. And Leah Thompson my... has perfect everything. <laughs> she, she is very, like, girl next door kind of image to me. And in this, she's, like, walking around. She's like, hey, what you doing? I'm walking oh my God. Like, I love it. It's like, girl, <laughs> you are it's not so... pulling this off. I think it's so great. Like, it is just, like, enunciated and just, like, over the top. Like, yeah. <laughs> she reminds me of Joe. I know you've never really seen um, Facts of Life, but she's basically Joe from the Facts of Life, and I love it. Anyway, I'm an old man. <laughs> 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 oh, man. So we spin this camera over to see another man, right? There's this guy walking on the street, and Raven says that he's missed trouble. And he walks over and asks Raven how business is, and she says, it's the cat's meow. And I love that. I love Raven. He smooches her and then asks Sylvia how she's doing and if she needs a manager. He, Sylvia's all nah and tries to walk away, but he grabs her. So she points her finger at him saying, I'm going to say this once. You touch me again and I'll shoot your stick off. <laughs> <laughs> he grabs her again yep. and she doesn't shoot his dick off, which is weird. And he says, well, you listen here, little girl. This is grown up time out here. And if you want to have an attitude, you might need some protection. Pretty girl like you get get ugly real fast with an attitude and then he laughs and he walks away yeah he calls her sweet thing like four times raven scooches back into frame yelling at sylvia saying yeah real smooth you keep that shit up and you ain't gonna last another night out here sylvia doubles down saying who says i wanted to stay out here another night they take a look at someone exiting a limo right and sylvia points Mm -hmm. indicating that she wants to be part of that group of people Raven knows about him. He's a rich guy, and every night's a party for the rich peeps. Sylvia smiles, and Raven's all, Dream on, honey, because ain't nobody invited you. A dude is walking a girl into the apartment complex or whatever the hell it is, and Sylvia wants to know what she's got that Sylvia ain't got. Raven tells her that woman has him, the rich guy of our story. Gosh, that didn't make a lot of sense. But basically, (laughs) the thing that Sylvia doesn't have is a rich person, right? Yes. So Sylvia tells Raven... 
to check this shit out and walks over to the guy who harassed her just a moment ago. And she suggestively like shrugs at him and then walks closer and puts a hand on his chest and then takes his hand and they walk over to an alleyway. This guy, whose name I think is Smitty, uh, if I'm looked at the right character on IMDb, he wants some sugar and Sylvia starts smooching him, but she secretly pulls out a gun from her purse <gasps> and oh says, this shit is strictly business. <laughs> <laughs> give me his jewelry <laughs> and he starts snatching stuff off of him and she said give me your fucking jewelry <laughs> he hands over some more but she says you know what I want your watch too and he's all no not my watch but Sylvia yells what is this let's make a fucking deal give me the watch or don't you see where I'm at and she's yeah, like yeah, you know, pointing what, yeah. the gun now at his crotch because she said he was going to blow his dick off he starts handing the watch over but grabs at her gun there's this tussle and a bunch of shots rang out, and the, the dude collapsed to the ground because he got shot in the guts. And then Sylvia just shoots him a whole bunch more times. <laughs> and yeah. she's like, like I said, strictly business. <laughs> see, we're fully in HBO territory now, Cortland. Oh, man. Didn't see a lot of hookers shooting no. pimps in the dick on Nickelodeon. Weird. I'm surprised. R.L. <laughs> Stein never wrote about this. I don't get it. <laughs> And then worms came out of the gun. <laughs> Sylvia strolls out of that alleyway and up to Raven saying that she's a freelance now. And she walks away like a badass. We cut over to Sylvia putting her loot on the counter of a pawn shop. And she's annoyingly smacking her gum because that's all she does. She just mm-hmm. smacks her gum. The only... <laughs> It's funny that I did that because I try and take out a bunch of lip sounds. And now I purposely put them in. Oh my goodness. The owner of the store looks over the jewelry, asking where she got this stuff, and Sylvia kind of walks away and lies, saying that someone she knew, I don't know what she says, but she said they had an accident and a truck ran over this guy's head, <laughs> and now she's got some jewelry. I buy it. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense, right? That's legit. Yeah, for sure. She looks around at all sorts of weird voodoo-y type items in the shop for a minute before another customer walks in, and it's an old lady with a veil over her face, and she yells, You I don't know what she said. She just kind of screamed. <laughs> yeah, she's she's unhappy. That's the vibe we get from her. Yeah, something's up with her. I don't get it. She uses her cane to whack a bunch of shit to the ground, and then she cries and she walks out of the. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. That's my favorite part of the whole episode. This woman is in this this episode for like five seconds. She comes in and she's like, "You fucking douchebag!" and knocks the stuff off, and then she just leaves. She doesn't say. She doesn't say a fucking word about anything. Like, she doesn't no. look at Sylvia being like, girl, get out of here. This guy's a creep. You know, nothing. No, doesn't explain it. Doesn't try to, like, talk with this guy more. Like, hey, let's solve our problem because I got a big problem here. Nope. She's just like, nope. I Fuck knocked a couple shit. things off this counter and that's it. Well, you know, it didn't do anything, but. It's therapeutic. I feel better now. <laughs> She's like, this is a rage room. Goodbye, right? sir. Have a nice day. That's great. Sylvia laughs. She smacks her gum real loud and says, I didn't know you was a teen idol. So how does this work? I don't even know what that means. I didn't know either. I, Is it just because like, you know, haha, she's old and saying teen idol. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> All right. Look, it was a hilarious joke that obviously went way over your head, but I got it. It was I was laughing right along with Sylvia, so it's just you. <laughs> <laughs> okay 
so she talks about like i got two months or something to redeem my stuff and uh i didn't really understand what she was talking about because i don't know how pawn shops work apparently. <laughs> no apparently like different months and uh warranties and grace periods i don't know but there's some kind of like time <laughs> limit to things apparently the like uh, the only pawn shop stuff that i know about is from like i don't know hardcore pawn and like whatever ones in vegas or whatever where people just sell their things like i thought you went to yeah. a pawn shop and you just sold the the stuff that, but that was my understanding but they do this thing where like you you get money for your stuff and they just hold it and then you give the money back and then you take your stuff back i think i don't know yeah i guess i don't know I'm it's just not dumb. like it's not like it you know, you walk into GameStop and you're like, all right, you hold on to Assassin's Creed here for two months and then I'm coming back for it. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy says uh, you got four months plus 12% if I was going to take it. See, this this watch right here, it's hot. And Sylvia marches over to the counter demanding yes. you know, what all the hub is about, saying it's a $15,000 watch. Look at the diamonds. Well, shopkeeper ain't taking that shit because it's stolen and he ain't buying the jewelry or her bullshit story. So Sylvia tells him, Fuck you. <laughs> Puts her stolen crap in a brown bag and turns to leave. But the shopkeeper tells her to wait. So Sylvia turns around and the camera gets close to her face as she says, Thought you wasn't interested. And the shopkeeper tells her he isn't interested in, you know, that sex shit. But he has something else that's worth a whole <laughs> lot more. Sylvia assumes, you know, he means sex. But uh, she tells him that he, she's retired from that biz. But the shopkeeper shakes his head saying, No, I mean your beauty. Then he pulls out a wad of cash saying, 10000 in cash. Sylvia smiles and giggles, and then we cut to the back room. He's one of Miss Valenti's yes. henchmen. He's trying, yes. trying to get all these beauties. Sylvia's sitting there now in the back room with a hairnet on, and she's checking out her cash, and she says, let me get this straight. For ten grand, you make a mold on my face. And the dude walks back there with a bowl of cement or whatever. He's saying, not your face, your <laughs> yes. beauty. Sylvia explains, and yeah, I got four months to get my beauty back. Shopkeeper swirls his hand and silently says some magic or some bullshit on this bowl of cement. And Sylvia shakes her head saying, <laughs> she says the worst thing. She says, you know, old man, there's some people that play with a full deck and then there's people like you. And it's like, hey, this guy's going to want $10, this money or not? Like, exactly. like, you can't just sit there and be like, you're stupid. <laughs> you should not give me this money. <laughs> <laughs> shopkeeper stands up and pours some cement on her face saying that he hopes she ain't claustrophobic and the camera pans over to a case that has like six other face impressions of people's faces in it he's done this before yeah this ain't his first beauty no he's taken much beauty from many peeps we pop over to sylvia walking out of the shop with her money and she checks her watch for a second and she smiles and she walks away because that watch is just hers now Inside the shop, the shopkeeper is saying some magic spell, and he blows some dust in the air, which, uh, don't breathe that. Then he stands up saying, almost time, my love, almost time. Pretty soon you'll be back with me. You'll look just like you did before. And the camera pans down to show us a corpse in a wedding dress, and it's looking decayed as hell. Basically a mummy. And the guy says, soon, yeah. she'll look like the day they were married. How did she miss that? That's a good question. She was in the back room. <laughs> yeah, know. she's just kind of there. It's just a corpse chilling in the back room. <laughs> yeah, well, she's not a very bright person, I guess. With Sylvia, we get a montage of her getting her nails did and her hair curled and shit. 
the entire time she's smacking her gum and she's ripping out magazine papers and trying on clothes and stuff and it's all set to some late 80s music that I'm in love with Brandon <laughs> yeah it's pretty great here so good finally Sylvia decides on her outfit and then we get a quick shot of her smiling and throwing money in the air for a quick second that looks so bad. yeah it's, it's like so one second <laughs> It's like a frame of her like gently tossing money yeah. in front of the mirror. Like like the editor forgot to take it out. <laughs> so dumb. Now we're in front of the apartment building from before, and Raven watches as Sylvia exits a limo. Inside, Sylvia walks into the apartment of the rich guy of the episode, and she's looking fresh as hell, and she scans <laughs> the party looking for her target as a cougar or a panther noise growls, Brandon. <laughs> Love it. It happened once, and I was like... Did that really happen? And I wasn't sure. And then it happens like ten more times. It's incredible. It's incredible. After a moment, she sees her target and he sees her. He waves at her and some other dude welcomes Sylvia to the party. And the rich guy walks away from his date and follows after Sylvia, who gets a drink and gets her picture snapped. And he sees her and says hello. And Sylvia's all, hello yourself, and walks out to the balcony. He follows and asks if uh, all this shit is his, and they flirt for a little bit, Sylvia saying that she doesn't want to tear him away from his guests, but this guy is all, well, I saw you, and more important things came up. Sylvia's all, well, that sounds like a cheap sexual innuendo to me. And he apologizes, saying it was supposed to sound like an expensive one. And they look over at the girl that guy was with, and Sylvia asks if it's, you know, how, how rude it is of him to leave her to go make a pass Very. at another woman. And this fly as hell guy says... I'm making a pass? We haven't even met yet. Sylvia introduces herself as Sylvia Vane. That's V-A-N-E, as in weather. (laughs) That doesn't make it any better. I know, it's so dumb. What a dumb name. But she's Vane, she likes her beauty. Well, this guy, his name is Ronnie Price, as in everyone has theirs. But I was like, as in cha-ching, right? (laughs) Yeah. That's what he would have said. Ronnie Price, as in cha-ching. Ronnie Cash. (laughs) (laughs) Sylvia chuckles a little and looks back at Ronnie's old girlfriend and she says, hey, we don't want her getting the wrong idea. And suave Ronnie tells her, I was hoping the wrong idea would become the right idea. And kind of tries to swoop in for a kiss or something. But a panther growls and (laughs) Cynthia's hand raises up and slaps him across the face. She got that panther energy. Oh my gosh, yeah. It just like electrified her body. (laughs) swiped at his face she walks away and ronnie asks if she's a psycho sylvia smiles saying just playing hard to get she walks her way to the elevator to leave but ronnie stops her asking isn't it a little rude to slap the host and leave without saying goodbye probably sylvia throws up her hands and says thanks a lot mr price you have a lovely's apartment good night (laughs) she opens up the elevator but ronnie says wait i don't know the first thing about you but tell me tell me why you came and sylvia says look we're both playing games and the truth is you do know the first thing about me. You know the second I walked in the door that I was this girls of your dreams, right? Ronnie asks her if she wants to get out of here. And Sylvia tells him, <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> like thing. fucking Danny DeVito on Taxi. <laughs> the elevator door closes. And Ronnie pulls Sylvia's head back and bites her on the neck because he's a fucking vampire. Oh, plot twist. Not really. He's not. If only. It's just fucking weird as hell. Why <laughs> he did that? I don't get it. It's because it's so sexy, Brandon. You wouldn't understand. We're in 1988. It's true. <laughs> a lot of things I don't understand. 
Nope, pawn shops, smacking gum, and ripping a girl's head back to scooch her on the back. Yeah. Hey there, everybody. Cortland here, your good buddy and your creepy pawn shop owner. Thank you so much for joining us today, whether this is your first episode or you've listened to everything we've got. We are so thankful for you spending some time with us. If you're looking for more new content every week, check us out on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash private island. We have plenty of tiers with unique rewards like early release episodes, bloopers, bonus episodes, t-shirts, and more. We release plot point episodes every Monday and full-length episodes on Thursdays, on top of the early release episodes that get uploaded once I finish the editing. With hundreds of posts already available for new patrons, there is a lot to keep you up all night. I'd like to take a moment to thank our current patrons, the Bronzebeth, Veniswitch, Tristan, Redemption, Lyle, Eddie, Ray, and Preston, the Silver Goth, Stephen, Matt, Lindsay, Aaron, Brittany, Rachel, and Meredith, the Golden Day Sarah, Matthew, Faith, Christy, Mr. Normal, Angela, and Keith, and the Platinum Bostics, Kathy, Farron, Bryce, and Brian. Thank you for your support, everybody. Brandon and I truly appreciate it. For up-to-date information on the show, as well as hilarious memes, videos, and more, give us a follow on Twitter at UANpod and on Instagram at Podcast. You can also find a link to our Discord server in the episode description or connect with us on our Facebook group. We go live all the time, whether it's on Wednesday nights for our watch parties on Instagram or I play some video games on Twitch, so there's tons of ways to interact with us while we're live. Follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash privateislandsea, where I play plenty of games. I'm currently working on completing every Final Fantasy, starting with the first. I already completed 1 and 2 on stream, so I'm starting up 3 pretty soon here, so stop by and say hello. I'd like to take a moment to thank the Benevolent Badger for their work on the music for our show, aside from this being dating start from Undertale, composed by Toby Fox. I'd also like to thank Brandon for his work on the artwork. I just want to say thanks again for listening into our show. For now, I'll let you get back to it, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. We cut four months into the future, where Sylvia is in a bathtub, and Ronnie walks up and gives her a necklace with a big old heart on it, and she thinks this shit is gorgeous. And Ronnie corrects her, saying, no, you're gorgeous. This is just an expensive piece of jewelry. Then he pours a couple of drinks, saying, you know, I was thinking... Remember that one time you met me and you told me you were the girl of my dreams? We just watched like five seconds ago. Uh, I don't remember that. Oh, you should watch the episode again. It's really prevalent. He says, let me tell you a secret. You weren't lying even a little bit. And he walks away and Sylvia looks at herself in the mirror. But she kind of looks a little different, Brandon. She looks a a tiny bit older. Yeah. We fade to the bedroom. (laughs) This part's ridiculous. We fade to the bedroom where Sylvia and Ronnie are getting it on. Well, by that I mean Ronnie is getting it on. Sylvia isn't doing <laughs> yeah. anything except looking at she's, the mirror. She's not taking face. part at all. No, Ronnie's just over there like, oh, yeah, baby, this is the best shit I've ever experienced in my whole damn life. <laughs> and she's not doing a single damn thing. She's, she's in a different room. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> in a different world. Like, <laughs> She's downstairs. <laughs> It's so funny. I'm like, Ronnie, what are you even doing? Like, she's not doing a single thing. (laughs) Oh, Ronnie, you're an idiot. (laughs) We zip to the next day. Ronnie is talking about going on a business trip or some shit as Sylvia is looking all over all of her makeup and her expensive perfumes and stuff. 
Ronnie asks why she needs all this crap since she's such a knockout. Like, she doesn't need this makeup. But Sylvia touches her face and she says she's got like an acne flare-up or something. She just feels like she's back in high school. Ronnie comes over for a smooch, but Sylvia turns off the light so he can't see her face. And he asks if she's trying to play hard to get again. And they smooch in the darkness. And that cuts to Sylvia wearing a black veil over her face. And now she's in a doctor's office. The doctor tells her to sit down and that uh, her condition doesn't appear to be cancer so they can eliminate any pituitary disorders and her medical records don't indicate any history of reconstructive surgery and sylvia takes offense to that saying what you calling me a liar and doc is all no just silicone injections and implants can sometimes result in the symptoms that she's displaying dermatology is his specialty but her problems might be glandular brandon could be Syl- sylvia tells him look I just want a simple answer to a simple question. What's happening to my face? <laughs> and she, she lifts her veil and she kind of just looks a little bit older. Right? She's a bit older. Dun, dun, dun. What is happening? The doc says that she's probably just under some well, stress, under but Sylvia a freaks out a little saying, Oh, you figured that out. Look at me. 48 hours ago, I could have had any man I wanted. Now I can't even get arrested. I'm 21 years old. What am I going to look like tomorrow? She was supposed to be 21. I know, right? I was like, <laughs> mm, I don't know about that one. I don't think so. <laughs> the doc gets real with her saying, frankly, your skin seems to be aging at an accelerated rate. This doesn't mean that the situation is irreversible, but it's important for you to try and think back to any time in the last six months that you came in contact with some toxic material. And he lists off a bunch of potentially toxic materials as Sylvia sits there and remembers that one time she let a dude pour cement on her face. <laughs> oh, yeah. That thing, yeah. And then she remembers that old hag that came into the shop and knocked his shit down. And she stands up and she leaves the room without saying a word and runs to the hallway, checking out her receipt from the shop. Because she just carries that with her all the time. I would. I mean, yeah, you know, you never know when you want to do a little returnal, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, might be like, you know what? I feel like I want my beauty back. The thing about this, Brandon, so she got $10,000 for her beauty... Mm-hmm. and she goes and spends it on like a spa day and like all that shit does she really need the ten thousand dollars in the first place because she's a beautiful woman like before <laughs> why did she need to like she didn't she buy just anything needed, she just needed like a slightly less hookery dress and i guess <laughs> I feel like uh, just like a, a trip to the beauty parlor I don't know. She didn't get any more beautiful, so like no. she could have just went to the apartment anyway and not have done this beauty face mask of cement. I don't know. That was kind of a problem for me. Like they could have played it up a little bit, like had her look not as beautiful as a hooker, I guess, you know. Having ten thousand dollars gave her the confidence of a uh... rich person, even though it's only ten thousand dollars. Hmm. Yeah. It didn't really make sense to me. But we wouldn't have a story if it didn't happen, I guess, right? Right. We'd just have to watch the vacant lot again. Oh, man. I guess you're just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just watch vacant lot again. Oh, that was a fun episode. We cut to the shop where some young girl is at the counter and Sylvia barges in yelling at her not to do business with this man, which is what that old hag should have done in the first place. But Yeah, say something. She pushes up to the counter saying that she wants it back and here's her paperwork. Also, here's ten grand plus twelve percent. The shopkeepers all didn't look at this too carefully, did you? And this time limit was four months from this date. That was the fourth. Today's the fifth. 
we see Sylvia's face and it's aged even more now and it's all cracked and stuff and she's all you son of a bitch he t- <laughs> I love saying that I love son of a bitch it's all funny he turns to walk away but Sylvia follows asking okay how much he tells her too bad you missed the deadline Sylvia gets kind of desperate here, y'all. I know I missed the fucking deadline. If you want to mark it up, mark it up. She pulls out her pistol and points it at him. So he tells her it'll be a hundred grand. And I love that candy, Brandon. I haven't had one in ages. Mm. I used to eat them all the time when I got them for Halloween. So good. Just then, a police officer walks into the shop with some food, asking how Trix is. Sylvia quickly puts that gun away and walks past the officer. And then he, like, the officer gets up to the 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 desk counter thingy and he makes a joke about how ugly sylvia is and they laugh about it a little bit i mean she's just like an old woman (laughs) she's still not ugly (laughs) yeah who just looks like at like any old woman is just like oh yucky am i right folks assholes brandon that's who (laughs) over with sylvia she's ransacking ronnie's apartment she's snatching up all the jewelry and the loose money and then just knocks a whole bunch of shit off the counter and stuff in a rage. <laughs> yeah. Apparently being old just makes you want to knock things off of counters. Yeah, I can we'll, see it. We'll, we'll see when I get there. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be like outlawed out of Australia because <laughs> like psycho old man rages. <laughs> breaks shit. <laughs> knocks things off counter is worse than cat. Worse than a cat, yeah. <laughs> You're going to get yourself deported, Brandon. She throws a vase to the ground and shatters that. She grabs a heart necklace that Ronnie just got her. She runs over to the hallway and she checks another vase. She pulls out the flowers and I, I, there's some money inside because this is the 20s. And mm. <laughs> you just hide your money under your mattress and shit. Yep. Then she whips that vase against the window and shatters like both the vase and the window. And Ronnie walks into his, uh, his own apartment and he's all like, what the fuck? And Sylvia grabs a picture of herself that fades to her old-looking face as Ronnie walks up to her. And she gasps, and he asks who she is. And Sylvia's all, Ronnie! And he walks around her, asking how he how she knows his name, and then commands her to wait as he calls the police. She doesn't wait. Dude, it's me, Leah Thompson in old makeup. <laughs> I look exactly the same, but a little bit different. Also, my voice hasn't changed. <laughs> <laughs> You've known me for four months. She doesn't wait, Brandon. She pulls out her gun and shoots Ronnie a whole bunch of times. Oh my god. In the chest and stomach. Like 50 times. It's like that scene in Robocop with Ed 209. <laughs> He's just like, blah, 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 squibs everywhere. It's insanity. I love it. He slumps to the ground asking, who are you? Sylvia says, don't you recognize me, lover? I'm the girl of your dreams. And then <laughs> she shoots him a whole bunch more times. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and Ronnie falls to the ground and fucking dies. Sylvia snatches up some more money and drops the gun to the ground and leaves. <laughs> yep. Oh, Sylvia, what are you doing with yourself, girl? Over at the shop, this is probably my favorite part. Over at the shop, everything is all closed and locked up. So she heads to the back door, which also has like a lock on it. And she bangs on it a little bit before she grabs a flimsy ass trash can and uses it to somehow bash the door open, Brandon. <laughs> I love this. She's got that leopard strength. Yeah, I, I didn't hear the growl, but it was there, I guess. 
When she gets angry, she knocks things off counters like a cat and swipes at people. Like she has the power of a leopard or maybe <laughs> a panther, I'm not sure. A slightly large cat. <laughs> Inside, she sets down her bag on a table and walks over to the cabinet of cement faces and looks at it. Then she sees her own face that she somehow recognizes, even though they there's really the nothing same. distinguishing about it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe, you know what? She's like, oh, there it is. I can tell. That one's got two eyes just like mine. <laughs> two, two eyes, a nose, a couple of teeth or whatever. <laughs> she pushes the curtain aside and we see the corpse from earlier in the episode. But the corpse is gorgeous now. Brandon. But now it's sexy. It's Look, it's still dead, but she isn't all <laughs> yeah. mummified anymore. <laughs> Sylvia walks up and touches her hand when a hand reaches out and grabs her shoulder. So she turns around and it's the shopkeeper who says, uh, that's the way she used to look. She used to be so beautiful. Now I need other women's beauty just to keep her that way. Small price to pay, I think. Sylvia's all, look, I don't know what crazy voodoo shit you're into and I don't really give a shit. But we had a deal, man. Look. And she dumps a whole bunch of jewelry and shit to the ground saying, all that's worth more than $100,000. Now give it back. I want my beauties back. <laughs> shopkeeper tells her sure i could give you your beauty back if that's what you really want and he shows sylvia a newspaper article of how she killed ronnie which i don't know how is in print already but i guess that doesn't matter yeah that must have happened like 40 minutes earlier <laughs> like the only thing i could think is that more time has passed than what the show has presented us with because i thought that she kills Ronnie, grabs all that shit, and immediately makes her way to yeah, the pawn that's shop. that's what I'm saying. But I guess it's like a, a whole day has passed or something. Like, she just hung out for a little while, like, ooh, I can't <laughs> wait to go get my beauty back. <laughs> She's like, oh, shoot, it's, you know, 10 p.m. I gotta wait until morning or something. I don't know. Like, when she was outside the shop and it was all locked up, I just assumed it was locked up for the night. But it makes more sense that it would be the next morning. But, I don't know, that's stupid. If you're going to break into a place, it doesn't matter what time of day it is, right? Right. Whatever. The door rings as a customer somehow enters, even though everything was locked. And it's the cop again from the day before. And he asks how Trix is, and then asks if he's uh, read the paper. Cop's all classic, dumb broad. She stole every scrap of jewelry this guy bought for her, offs the guy, and leaves the murder weapon on the floor. Can you believe that shit? Her prints are all over <laughs> I the I really gun. can <laughs> and also, they're already on record from a soliciting rap from last year. And we're not talking a rocket scientist here. And he, like, you know, touches the dome because Sylvia's an idiot. The second she shows her face anywhere, it's a one-way trip to the electric chair. And we see Sylvia because she's still in the back room. And she cries about this in her old woman face. And she, sh she slowly goes over to the cement casing of her face. And she picks it up and cradles it like a baby. And then she walks out the door. And, uh... She's all sad because of the consequences of her own fucking actions, Brandon. Yeah. Outside, the sun's really bright, so she puts her, her veil down again. And we cut over to the streets of wherever we are. I assume it's New York. I don't know. And Sylvia accidentally bumps into her old buddy, Raven. And the bust of her face falls to the ground and shatters. And Raven tells her, Why don't you watch where you're going, you old, ugly, trifling bitch? <laughs> a great line i uh, i just look trifling that word just gets me every time i think it's hilarious i don't even know what it means but it's great i don't know we should look it up after this 
Sylvia falls to the ground and tries to like piece her old face back together for a minute, but that just kind of fades and we see some scenery of the city and that's the end of the episode. So we go back with the Crypt Keeper and he's opening up a jar of acne cream and he's putting it on his face saying, poor Sylvia, eh kitties? Guess she heard the old saying, if looks could kill. So she did. Just goes to show you, if you want to sell yourself, take a look in the mirror first. And Crypty looks in the mirror at himself and he goes, ugh. <laughs> then looks back at the camera saying, well, see you next time, boys and ghouls. And he laughs. And that's the end of the episode. He's Brandon. funny. He's hilarious. He's good good times. Boy, these episodes go by so quick, Brandon. Oh, they do. They really do. They, they seem faster than uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps, for sure. The Crypt Keeper segments especially seem to last like 10 seconds. Yeah, well, I mean, the Midnight Society segments, they lasted minutes. You know, Crypt yeah, Keeper gets like... they were a chunk of the episode. Yeah, Crypty gets like two minutes tops, pretty much. He's like, hey guys, I got a story. Here it is. Oh, there you go. Bye. Wasn't that a crazy story? Bye, boys and ghouls. <laughs> what an episode, Brandon. Oh, man. Very, it's an right one. Very just kind of middle of the road, I'd say. You know, nothing nothing too crazy in this one. Yeah. The thing with Tales from the Crypt, like I I, th- I said this before, it seems like the episodes are a, li- a little bit more simple. Uh, there's not as much setup. It, it's way more show rather than tell. We got a couple of montages in this one for what it's worth, you know? I do love a montage. Mm, especially when it's got that hold music I love so much. Shit. I was on it all day. I might go on hold a little later today just to get some uh, <laughs> nostalgia in me. But yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything more to say about it. I, I feel like it's a pretty simple one here. Um, some people say that Sylvia is still just chilling on the side of the road trying to put her face back together. Well, she probably just aged so fast that she died. Yeah. I Like that Robin right, Williams actually. movie. What, what, what? Jack. Jack. Yeah, I've never seen that movie. Oh, well, he grows old and dies. Oh, spoilers. Jesus, Brandon. I haven't seen it yet. I was just about to watch it. <laughs> no, you weren't. No one is. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I don't know, Brandon. Like, there's some things in this episode that are really fucking stupid. Sylvia's a dumb dumb. I mean, Sylvia in, entirely. Like, everything she does is stupid. I feel like we said this last time. Like, if you're in this kind of a situation, just do everything Sylvia didn't, really. <laughs> yeah. The problem is, is that she didn't call anybody stupid. <laughs> Raven should have called her stupid. Oh, she, I mean, she More. went above and beyond with that one. I, I mean, yeah, she called her a trifling bitch, which <laughs> may, or may, may or may not be uh, better. Uh, let's see, Brandon. This one is, uh, you know, a very moral heavy story, don't you think? I mean, it's basically I mean, the whole damn thing. Yeah, the Crypt Keeper said the moral at the beginning and the end. Yeah, he's really got us covered, man. Don't be Sylvia Vane, is what his moral story yeah, is. You probably think this episode's about you. I love that song. <laughs> Don't let people pour cement on your face. It never goes right. Yeah, $10,000 is not that much money. Uh, Don't shoot people a billion times. Don't unload your gun into somebody. It's not a good idea. Yeah, and when you do shoot somebody a billion times, don't just leave the gun there. Come on. Like, I mean, in her defense, the gun did fall and shatter her picture, but I don't know. You gotta, you gotta be better than that, Sylvia. You hold, you've had that gun for four months, like straight in your in your pack. Like you should have known it wasn't there. You grab that, but oh well. What do you think would be a good alternate title for this one? Pretty woman. That's a yeah, yeah. yeah it could be pretty woman. <laughs> uh, the tale of the 
vacant, vacant pawn shop. <laughs> vacant pawn shop, yeah. There I mean, go. it's not really vacant. There's kind of a dead body <laughs> permanently Oh, yeah. I want to talk residence. about that, Brandon. So this guy's whole plot was he mm-hmm. stole the beauty of, of women to yep. make his dead wife beautiful. The way yep. he says it at the beginning, though, it was like, oh, I'm going to get her back and she's going to be alive. Yeah. But I don't think that's how it works. No, I think she's just going to be hot, <laughs> but still dead. Uh-huh. I, me too. Which, you know, that may be enough for him. Whatever. But. Fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah, she ain't coming back. <laughs> no. Like, he, he makes it seem like she would, but then she doesn't. So it's like, you're really just going to ruin people's lives to make your dead wife look. Like, but there's cops that come in all the time. Like, somebody yeah, goes see this that guy's and like, be like, what the fuck? Best friends with cops. <laughs> I do love the part where he, the cop walks in and he's like, hey, how's Trix doing? Because I assume Trix is his wife. And, you know, the pawn shop guy's just like, oh, she's, she's fine. <laughs> she's, she's doing good. She's doing a lot better than she was four months ago. <laughs> do you think that this thing, like, it seems like that four-month deal, it, it like, all happens at once instead of, like, slowly, like, pushing the, the beauty from her into... It seems Trix. like it. Weird. I love, like, he's got this Voodoo for Dummies book, and it's like, all right, you gotta wait four months. <laughs> yeah, like, the they, do that, they do that on purpose. It's like, you know, Apple will make it as soon as your warranty's expired, your device oh, just God. breaks. Yep, you're right. They had it back then, too. Damn. It's always been that way. You wanna meet this cast, Brandon? We got a couple of couple of. Yeah, we've here. got, like, three people. Who are they? Well... You're wrong, Brandon. We have like five people. Whoa. All right. First up, we got the main character, Sylvia Vane, played by Leah Thompson. I mean, you know who Leah Thompson is. Well, she's got uh, 108 credits on IMDb, so that's pretty She's great. the chick from Howard the Duck. Okay, moving oh on. Oh, my God. Yep. She is in Howard the Duck. <laughs> I've never seen that movie, and I have no desire to see it. <laughs> oh, you should see Howard the Duck. She was in the 1982 Burger King Christmas commercial. Mm-hmm. How awesome is that? Jaws 3D, Brandon. Hmm. One of her best roles, yeah. I've seen some of that movie, and there's this part where this girl's like, Daddy, look at the fish. And then you see this like loaf of bread-looking motherfucking shark just like moving into frame to explode the uh, aquarium. And uh, it looks terrible. It's great. Let's see, what else has she been in? Oh, Back to the Future. She's been in all three of them. She played Oh yes, that little number. Lorraine and Maggie McFly. Um, let's see here. The Larry Sanders show. She was in one episode of that. Never heard of it. It's a good show. It's a good show. Did you actually hear it? Actually yeah, I've seen that, that show. She was in Back to the Future, hilarious outtakes. <laughs> I want to see those. I love hilarious stuff. <laughs> oh, no, it's not hilarious. I'm sure it's great. She's in a couple of things called Jane Doe. There's one called Vanishing Act. Now you see it, now you don't. Till Death Do Us Part. The Wrong Face. So many Jane Doe movies. Man. Yes, I remember it well. The Harder They Fall. Oh, Ties That Bind. Very, very popular series, I have to say. She's in Family Guy for two episodes. American Dad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Little Women from 2018. Cool Cat's Crazy Dream. Sounds awesome. And most recently, she was in a little show called Spencer Sisters, where she was in 10 episodes of it from this year. Cool. Yeah, it's Leah Still working. You know who's not working, though? Our next character, <laughs> Britt Leach. Probably saying that name wrong, but that is our pawn keeper, pawn shop owner guy. 
Yes. And he stopped acting in 1991 because he was in Father of the Bride and he hit peak stardom. It was like, <laughs> yeah. all right, nothing more. He wiped his hands. He was like, that's it. Going out on a high. I was the mm-hmm. assistant manager of a supermarket in Father of the Bride. <laughs> in an uncredited role. Yep. <laughs> He's also been in Quantum Leap and Murder, She Wrote. He started things off, let's see here, 1971 with Nichols, where he played a clerk. He was in the Partridge Family and the Brady Bunch. Dang, double threat. Wow, awesome. He was in Mission Impossible, but it was a TV series, so... Whoa, he was in a 1980 movie called Psy Factor. No. Chronicles of the Nothing? (laughs) Is it possible that Chronicles of the Paranormal is some kind of TV spinoff of this movie? He was in M.A.S.H. and After M.A.S.H. (laughs) and Three's Company, Brandon. Okay, so he's in a bunch of old stuff. Dukes of Hazzard saint elsewhere tales from the crypt what (laughs) all right next next up is ronnie price played by brett cullen brett's been in a shit ton of stuff so many things hold on i have to learn more let's just go to the bottom i'm gonna keep scrolling and scrolling okay he started things off in 1980 with uh a show that i'm probably gonna pronounce wrong the chisels just chrysalms i don't know he was also in the incredible hulk and mash alfred hitchcock presents he was in uh what else is he in here diagnosis murder god so many things csi miami ghost rider castle he was in castle brandon well he was in the disney channel original movie pixel perfect no was he he was he played xander look at that he was in freddy's nightmares that that horror anthology show about nightmare on elm street i don't think i recognize him from anything Although I no. have seen Pixel Perfect. He must be just one of those guys. I think so. Next up is Raven Brandon. Played <laughs> Pamela DePella played Raven. I Pretty Raven. small role, but she she killed it. She did. I think she might have been my favorite character, actually. Uh, she's also been in things like Beauty and the Beast, that one TV show I talked about before. Uh, Working Girl. She was in Illicit Behavior. Caged Heart 2, Stripped of Freedom. She was in Hot Boys, Brandon. Oh, Hot Boys. That's great. Her last role was in 2012, where she was in Who Killed Saul Glow, and also a thing called Plant Life. She was in Superbad, though. I've never seen that, but I remember that was all the rage. Yeah, that's a movie people have heard of. She was also in 51 episodes of The Young and the Restless. I like her. She's great. Lastly, I'd like to talk about Smitty, Brandon, played by G. Smokey Campbell. Even smaller role, but... Yeah, I know. (laughs) He hasn't been in too much stuff. Uh, started things off in 1991 in Teenage Exorcist, and then he was in Army of Darkness. Oh, hold on. This isn't his acting credits. I'm sorry. This was him being a camera and electrical department. So he did uh, a lot of kind of behind the scenes work. As an actor, his last role was in Unhoused, based on a true story back in 2020. Which is recent. Yeah, right. Pretty recent. Let's see here. He was also in Quantum Leap in 1992. Mm, something called Mustache Club, Brandon. Ooh, look at that. He started things off in 1974 in a thing called Honey Baby, Honey Baby. <laughs> and that's kind of uh, that's kind of it. That's, that's the cast. That was good stuff. All right. Let's see. Here. Everyone did well. Yeah, I think so. You want to know what's next, Brandon? Sure. What do we got? Okay. Next episode is going to be called lover come hack to me okay so this is gonna be some kind of wife kills husband or husband kills wife i think so yeah 
It's the only thing that makes sense. Unless there's zombies, Brandon. Maybe it's so there's a widow and she's like, oh, I need to steal the beauty off of women to get my husband back. No, he's, she steals the beauty off of men, right? And then he comes back as a zombie. Well, I hope so. And he hacks people by coughing on them. He's like, <laughs> Adam, will ever come hack to me. Boom, done. Uh, should I read? Do you want to do this? Do you want me to read the little IMDb sentence or so of what it actually is? Sure. Couldn't hurt. Okay. Peggy wants to make sure her honeymoon turns out perfect. That's it. Okay. So she kills him. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Um, definitely going to be a wife killing a husband kind of deal here, I'm sure. going to be exciting, Brandon. Are yeah. you excited for I can't five? wait. Me neither. But that's next week, Brandon. We have a whole week we got to get through before we can talk again. I don't want to talk to you until next week. Because we don't talk unless it's on a podcast, right? I don't want to say a word to you until this podcast starts going and we start recording. <sighs> I think that's all we got, Brandon. It's only Sin Deep. All done. In the books. Wipe yep. my hands clean. In that. the can, as we say in the biz. <laughs> Every episode, Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right brandon i think i'm going to go back to bed i've been up all night I'll, i've been up all goddamn night brandon i'm out of here all right i'll talk to you next week for lover come hack to me can't wait all right bye everybody bye <laughs>